Today I'm here with Carrie Easterly, Assistant Executive Director of the Arc of Adams County. She's been with the Arc of Adams County since the year 2000, so 22 years now. Um, she's currently transitioning to our Executive Director. Congratulations, Carrie. Thank you. Um, we are all really excited for you, and we already appreciate your leadership here um, that you've shown us at the Arc of Adams County. So let's just dive into some questions so our listeners can get to know you a little better. So let's start out by just hearing about your role here at the Arc of Adams County, maybe what an average day would look like for you, what your top priorities are, your favorite parts of the job. Sure, sure. Great question. Um, so as you said, I'm the Assistant Executive Director here at the Arc of Adams County. I've been in this role since 2021. Um, before that, I was a, an advocate for adults. I think you asked what my favorite or what my average day looks like. Yeah. So that, well, one of the things that I love about working here at the ARC is there is not an average day here at the ARC. <laughs> um, every day looks a little bit different. Um, even though that I am the assistant executive director, I still carry a caseload. Um, I still work with adults. Um, I, I don't know that I will ever stop being in advocate and providing advocacy services. When people come here for advocacy services, we provide individual advocacy. So people could come reach out to our organization for all kinds of needs. If they need help um, advocating for their wants and needs, and for housing purposes, or maybe they have a concern about where they're living, they could have health and safety concerns. They want to improve their overall quality of life. Um, they want to learn advocacy um, skills, self-advocacy skills, so they can um, advocate for themselves. Um, so when people have the whatever needs that they have, they will get assigned an advocate here. And the advocate will make a plan um, with them to um, how they're going to meet their advocacy goals. So you kind of work on your caseload as well as your assistant executive director responsibilities at the same time. That is correct. So I supervise all of the staff here um, and assist them in making sure that they are supported in what they're doing. Um, being an advocate can be tough work. It can be stressful. Great. So it sounds like you have a lot on your plate as it is, um, and soon you'll be transitioning to executive director. So how do you foresee your role changing in what you do now versus as executive director? Do you have any exciting plans or goals when you do become executive director? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm ex super excited about our new podcast. Um, I'm excited to be the first one to be interviewed. We're looking at um, increasing um, our presence by having guest speakers on our podcast so that people can listen when they want to and hear some important um, news and events that our speakers have to share. Um, I'm looking at um, trying to organize us a little bit better to do even more systemic work than, than what we've been doing. Um, I'm really excited about our two new positions here at the ARC, um, the Director of Child and Family Advocacy. Um, so they're going to be doing their own organization of providing quality individual advocacy, as well as doing systemic work as well. But um, I, I will have to say that 
our executive director, Linda Scotland, who has been here for boy, over 35 years, she will be retiring and has done a phenomenal job of making sure that we stay focused on providing quality individual advocacy. And I want to make sure that we are not losing that. Um, we have done, a, I think, a phenomenal job of providing individual advocacy um, for and with um, people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. But also, um, one of the things that I think we do well is um, teaching and educating individuals with IDD to um, be their own best advocate. And um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about some of our community outreach events coming up. Um, we're looking to um, um, do a 5K run walk event um, around Halloween. We're looking at doing a golf event next year, and a disability fair event, um, to try and connect people um, to other services in the community. Great. I'm also very excited for all of that. Um, so it sounds like everything we do here kind of focuses around advocacy. So what originally sparked your passion for advocacy, to advocate for um, individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Goodness, well, I can pick your brain a little bit about this one. Um, <laughs> how I got started in this. Um, it was 30 years ago. I was just, I was in college and a part of one of my classes was to volunteer in my local community. And so I volunteered um, at a elementary school doing tutoring for kids with learning disabilities. And um, I absolutely loved it, just loved it. Um, and when I graduated, I graduated with a degree in psychology, sociology, and anthropology. I was looking for a job, and while I was looking, I couldn't find one right away. So I took a job um, providing one-to-one um, -one support for an individual living in her own apartment, um, but she she was trying to learn independent living skills as well as trying to manage some behavioral difficulties. And I noticed immediately that I did not have enough training, nor did she have enough support for her behavioral needs. And so I got my first real taste at trying to advocate for her for more behavioral supports, and um, that could help her live more independently. From that, I also went to work at a group home um, that uh, assisted people um, with independent living skills, behavioral needs, and, um, and I noticed that there were several advocacy issues that were going on in the group home as well, that people living in that home could have lived more independently with the right supports in place. And that was really my big spark for advocacy decided that um, I could do um, more individualized advocacy as well as make an impact systemically. So you started as a direct support professional, is that right? I did. I didn't know that. I'm already learning more about you. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So um, I started as a direct support professional, and then I went on to do some case management in Chicago. 
um, and then I moved to South Dakota and did some more case management. But throughout my career, I have served as a role of not only direct support a professional case manager, but also a job coach and an independent living skill instructor before coming to the ARC. Sounds like your past experience definitely is beneficial for your role providing advocacy here. Um, so moving on to a different question, if you had to pick one of your most memorable moments here at the Arc of Adams County, what would that be? Tell her I don't know that I can just narrow it down to one. But, <laughs> <laughs> or um, a couple. Yeah, so I'm another advocate, um, Janine Durst, who recently retired, and I started um, a speaking for ourselves group here in Adams County. Um, and that was, I want to say, going on maybe 15 years ago. Um, and it's still running today, even though I'm not an advisor for that group um, at this point. But um, I'm pretty proud of getting that group started. Um, my favorite thing here at the ARC has always been um, not only assisting people and advocating for their needs, but also watching people grow as their own best advocate and um, teaching self-advocacy skills. That has been my favorite part about working here at the Ark of Adams County. I also love our picnics. I could go on and on here, Taylor, so let me know if you need me to <laughs> Please do. scale Please it do. back here. I love our picnics in which your membership gets together and shares in food and laughter, and um, we just get to see all of our members. They are definitely a good time. I enjoy the picnics as well. And um, the other thing <laughs> that I um, love, um, or that has been very memorable about my time here in the ARC is testifying at the, at the Capitol for um, um, bills and making an impact that way. That's interesting to hear about. I don't hear a lot about the systemic advocacy that we do, so that's interesting to hear about. How are things different now than when you started here at the Ark of Adams County in the year 2000, 22 years ago? Oh my gosh. You know, I think when I first started here, the um, people that we were providing advocacy to were already in services and supports. So they were already receiving um, residential assistance or day program, or they, were, they already had a support set up in terms of income and job. So our advocacy really focused more or less on protection of rights. Interesting. So outside of work, aside from advocacy, tell our listeners a little bit about your hobbies. What do you like to do in your free time, just so we can get to know you a little better? Well, um, my husband and I have two kids. Um, one is in college. One is um, still in high school. And we are very involved. I'm very involved with my family. Um, my favorite pastime and hobby is golf. I love to golf. Um, I also play pinochle. Um, my family is very big into that. If you don't know what pinochle is, it's a card game. I was going to ask what that game was that you said. I never pinochle. heard of that. <laughs> pinochle. It's really big in the Midwest. I'm originally from Minnesota. and um, yeah, it, It's big there. Yeah, sounds like fun. Um, and just to wrap up our podcast, what is a fun fact about you that our listeners don't know? Probably two fun facts. So I've already shared that I um, really like to golf, and I've been golfing since I was 
10 years old, both in high school and in college. And um, people think, automatically assume that I'm a good golfer. When I say that, I am not, but I love it. It's my favorite kind of golf. I still am assuming you're a good golfer. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing, fun fact, is that I um, have a motorcycle license. Um, I used to ride and own my own bike. Wow, I did not know that either. Yeah, I, I no longer ride just because um, the Denver traffic is, is a little bit nuts. And Scary. I'm just not comfortable doing that here in the city. So that makes sense. Well, thank you so much. I definitely want to thank you, Carrie, for taking the time to sit down with me today. It's been really interesting to get to know some more about you, and our listeners will enjoy hearing about you as well. So thank Thanks. you. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs>